Rock and Roll Comedy on Edge presents Chat Show Live in Edge HQ. We're back. It's been a while. Thank you guys for still staying with us and welcome all our new subscribers. I'm your host, Mark Williamson, and I'm also in the sound chair, so apologies in advance. Um, as you know, regular listeners would know that our normal sound guy is Lester Diamond or Ryan, Craw- Ryan Special Comments Crawford. They're missing in action today, so where are they? Oh, I, I don't know. Um, if I was to guess, I'd say Lester's somewhere near a courthouse. Um, Ryan, Ryan, he's a respectable citizen, so I don't know what he gets up to over daytime. But joining me in our HQ, we've got... I think he's on the cusp of his fifth time appearance. He's one of our favourite guests here, Dr. Peter Green. How are you, buddy? I'm oh, good, mate. How are you? I'm pretty good. Good to see you. It's good. Uh, to, it's been a while. It's been a while. back on the cast. Yeah. yeah, back in. It's like I thought we, we need to podcast. We'll call one of the long, long time, long time I was, guests. I was at Mark's house anyway. That's I know. I just, I just stumbled up. It's like, oh, fuck, yeah. Greeny's here. How are you? And we've got a first time guest. He was sort of here. He's he's looking a bit like a deer in the headlights here, ladies and gentlemen. He's you're very new to comedy, and he's first time on the guest. Justin Anderson. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Yeah, welcome. Well, now when I say so, this getting to know Justin now, this could be a new segment called Getting to Know Justin Anderson. So, how long have you been doing comedy now? Uh, three years. Three, yeah. really? Yeah. No. Yeah. Wow. I would. I, I, when you were giving, I remember you were sort of saying that. <laughs> really? The I, I feel. Yeah. No, no. I, I didn't mean that to sound as harsh as it did, but I, I thought. When, so, would you well, remember your first gig? First gig, uh, Laugh Garage. Laugh Garage. Oh, yeah. Okay, in the city. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I pretty much just did it as a hobby to start with, like the first. Year and a half. I think half it's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. always a hobby. The first twenty six years yeah. is a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then apparently it takes off. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. 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 You get. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's, it's it can be a profitable hobby or yeah. At least yeah. that's one thing I like about comedy versus <laughs> yeah. golf is like yeah, if you, you want know, your hobbies to make you cry, that's the hobby to get into. I found that. Yeah. yeah but yeah. you compare it to golf though. Like golf's mm. a frustrating sport and yeah. it costs you money because you got to play every, pay every time you want to go and have a bash. You got to have the right equipment. Mm. Comedy, you can just rock up and have a go. Yeah, that's basically why I got into comedy yeah. as opposed to any other art form because <laughs> it's just easy. Yeah, it's it, simple. Yeah. It's just you get up and start. You, you have to up, write you, anything. You don't have to yeah. plan anything. You well, just some preparation goes in. That's true. We do. We do. Oh, that's, what, that's why it's yeah. a hobby stage for doctor after 26 <laughs> years. Like, no planning. You just well, do you all do. this stuff. Well, you've got to make it look unplanned. That's the key, isn't yeah. it? You've got to make it look unplanned. Yeah. So, so for the listeners, whereabouts, whereabouts were you? Are you Sydney born and bred Sydney? I uh, grew up on the Gold Coast in Queensland. Ah, and you might, how long have you been in Sydney town? Uh, moved here in 97. 97? Yeah. And then you just you've been yeah living and around. How long there. did you hang around the comedy rooms before getting up to do actually do your first gig? Well, actually, um, it's probably about a week or two. Okay. Um, okay. I there was a there was a girlfriend breakup, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do something I haven't done before, and I searched for stand up comedy in Sydney. Like I I'd been to some shows, comedy store and stuff, but no open mics or anything like that. Went to Laugh Garage, um, saw the show, and I thought. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> that seems pretty easy. That's, that's, that's exactly not, how not talking about the quality of that night, but anyway. No, and, no, no, uh, no. It's, it's, that doesn't sound like it's sort of like he means that in a yeah. sense. You see, you see, like with comedy, you see some great. You're like, yeah, that looks really good. Like you see someone and it's not inspiring. Not, not as opposed to anyone can do that. <laughs> so I, yeah. think, I think everyone says I'm as funny as those blokes. Yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't get up, would you? You wouldn't. You no. wouldn't get up and try to. Mate, I'm not as good as that. I'll give it a go anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You, you generally have you that do reaction. You have a bit of a... After know. about your fifth gig, you get yeah. going, oh, not yeah. that funny, but I'll get up <laughs> anyway. So, like, yeah, the next day at work, I emailed Darren, Darren yeah. Sanders, yeah. And yeah. then I said, oh, yeah, I was there last night. Looks good. How do I get into this? 
And he emailed me back like an hour later saying, you've got five minutes in like three weeks time. And I was shooting myself for three weeks. And then... Did you invite all your friends? No. No. I don't invite any of my friends. Really? Like, even to this day, the only reason I'd get invited is if they heard me talk about it or something. And I'm like, oh, wow. you can come if you want. Wow, that's I, I can see why. Sadly, the laugh garage isn't in business anymore. So <laughs> sorry, laugh garage. I'm sorry. Yeah. It maybe wasn't Justin's fault entirely. No, 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 no. But but you know, like if you'd have bought friends, maybe it would have yeah. been a bit long. That's funny because like I remember my first gig, I invited everyone on. Even like for the first ten gigs, like I remember there was one night at a venue. It was a small venue, and there was an audience of twenty people, which is great for a comedy night. Um. The 20 people were all my friends. So yeah. naturally, I went on second last. <laughs> but yeah, I used to do that. And then like, even now, like I do, like I'm just just about to, depending on this, do another solo show. You generally invite people to those because if you do, you make money. But yeah, no, it's interesting. Like, do you sort of, you, you like around your friends, like if you got friends who are not in the comedy community, does it, don't any of them ever get curious or? It's, I don't, I've heard these stories a bit where people say, they tell their friends, you know, I'm doing comedy and they're like, oh, tell us when your next gig is, we'll come along. And then I've had that and I've told them and they haven't turned up and I've just said, I don't care anymore. Like, but yeah. do you sort of go, um, so you, you mentioned, you moved down from, Queen, like when you, when you moved out of, like down from the Gold yeah. Coast, did you move out of the parents' house down here? Was it your first or had you been living around? Um, I moved out of my parents' house on the Gold Coast when I was probably about 19 and got my first job. And that lasted about six months. And the people I was living with decided they wanted to just abandon the place. And I couldn't afford rent by myself. Or I couldn't be bothered getting anyone. So I moved back home again. And then, yeah, I think I was 21. And there's no, I work in IT and there's no IT jobs on the Gold Coast. And then Sydney's got a plethora of IT jobs. So I thought I'll just have a change, come down and see how it goes. Did you, did you remember that when you moved down from the Gold Coast, did you pack up everything you had or was it just travel light and leave the rest just in case you had to go back? No, I think I had like a suitcase of clothes. That was about it. That was about it? Yeah. What about you, Doctor? Like, when, Would you remember, but I, I don't mean to, you, you, you're a little bit older than um, mm, Justin. Yes. Do you remember yeah. when you first moved out of home? Yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> 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 well, I, I didn't actually move so much. I, I went overseas. And lived oh, okay. overseas for years. So I went straight from living at home to the first time I lived out of home was like, you know, dossing down on a, you know, one of those flats in London where there's like, yeah, you know, sort of a, a, a roving population of Australians and New Zealanders, which, you know, varied from six to 25, depending on the night. But so, yeah, that was quite a, a culture shock. But I, I, obviously, all I had was a backpack with a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But do you remember like, to get when you got on. back? Do you remember like moving out for the first time, like, do you remember when you got back? Obviously, you had all your stuff. Did you take everything? Uh, no, I was, the, the stuff's still there. Still, 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 still a months. shed full of my stuff. Probably more than a shed full of my stuff. On the on the assumption that one day I, I was going to have a real grown-up house to live in. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that we'll dream, you know, you, you, you kind of think that, that you're going to have the, the house with it, you know, you, your own garage, just you know, rip out the back, you, you know, and you're finally going to move all these things into into your house. But no, I still haven't quite moved into that grown-up's house yet. I'm, I'm in a, in a flat, two-bedroom mm-hmm. two flat at the moment. So, well, Sydney's yeah. an expensive city. It's yeah. funny, like yeah. we talk about the reason I talk about it. I'm a bit. It's been a bit like there's been a break in the podcast, ladies. You know, yeah. I haven't said sort of the reasons. There's been a few reasons why we haven't been podcasting. One of them was. My parents are moving, my my family home's been sold and they're moving into a unit 
And I got the call to come down to Sydney and sort through the 15 crates of stuff that I had still left down there. <laughs> Otherwise, it would be thrown out. And this is in, in Hobart. This is, is in Hobart. Yes, okay. Hobart. And yeah. it, gee, it was emotional. Like, I yeah. sort of went through and like I found like, I had a crate full of Masters of the Universe. <laughs> and my dad was just like, like my dad, I was down there because I was sitting there with my dad. He was, he was sort of, he was helping, pottering. It was his shed, so he's pottering around. And I'm going through and he goes, I just get rid of him, just get rid of him. And I then got on eBay and just So this looked, is the actual Masters of the Masters Universe? Masters He-Man, yeah, actual oh, right. Masters. Actual He-Man and Skeletor. Skeletor. Oh. I had, like, I was, as a child, I was very lucky because I, I was the first grandchild. And my, and my sister, like, we were the first for a long time. So we got spoiled by a lot of people. I have a lot of toys. And my dad was going to throw them all out. And then I went onto eBay and I showed him how much they were worth. Mm. And all of a sudden he got a lot more interested. Because it's like, I've got some, there's some stuff down there. It's, mind you, the amount of time that I would have to spend to sort through it, put it on eBay. Like I, They're coming up to Sydney, but bottom line. What I'm trying to say is if there's anyone out there who wants to buy a ton of Masters of the Universe, I'm willing to take bids. Is it still in the box? No. no. I <laughs> wish. Loser. Yeah, I know. You fool. <laughs> oh. It literally, there was there was six six um, figurines I yeah. looked up. Yeah. They're all worth thirty bucks each. If mm. I'd have kept one of them in the box, three hundred. It's and you've got Skeletor's volcano. It was the I've got in. Snake Mountain. Snake I have, Mountain, and yeah. I have Castle Grey Skull. Mm. Had Castle Grey Skull. Yeah. Had see, I have have. There's only one mm. one of my toys is in its box. Um. Super Nintendo. I have a fully boxed Super <laughs> Nintendo. Oh, hang on to That's that. That's worth a lot. Yeah, yeah Super Nintendo. I have fully boxed. And even, this you can is retire how, on that. Yeah, there, there you go. Well, hopefully. Um, yeah. I'd say buy a house, but it's Sydney. So, you know. <laughs> in Hobart. In Hobart. But the other thing, like, it was just so emotional going through. Like, I had to make some big decisions. Like, the other thing, I've got a lot of magazines. Like, I like, not, no, not dirty <laughs> magazines. I bought all those. I bought them when worn out. Yeah. I bought them to Sydney when I moved. And you imagine him taking them out of the wrapper. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That, that, no one's opening them again. But no, wrestling magazines. Like, I've got, that. they let me, I was allowed, when I went down there, my parents said, you can have, after some heavy negotiating, mm. I'm allowed to keep two crates down there. Oh, that would be tough. 15 down to two. Yeah, Game it was tough. Okay. It was, that's, um, a, that's, a, that's a reality show. Put it in perspective, three of the crates, I, three crates are coming to Sydney. It is a reality two show. Two crates are coming, uh, staying in Hobart. Mm. The, the rest are gone. Now, so I had to make some big, big decisions. Charities down in Hobart, if you're after mm. some obscure, a lot of soft, so I had, and this a lot of a lot of soft toys went went to charity, which that, that was. Do you get a mo? Like, do you have? This is something that I I get really attached to stuff. Like, I hmm. don't like to throw stuff out. I'm I'm not quite a hoarder, but I'm not far off it. I think if I had a four bedroom house, well, hmm. I do. We, Edge HQ is a four bedroom. It's, it's mansion. You can, you can imagine <laughs> is there Castle Grey Skull up. Scaled up to the size of a house. That's pretty much yeah, what it's, we're talking there's, about. I have it like edges. <laughs> there's there's stairways going there's, everywhere. There's, there's, put it this way. And if, junkies uh, out the front. If I didn't have restraints. paintings on the walls with eyes cutting cut the... Before we started the podcast, the, the room... You never had a Castle Grayscale, did you? <laughs> no, no idea what I'm talking <laughs> no, about. You don't no. know. Yeah, you, you never no. watched Masters of the Universe. No, I was a bit old for that. But we I had like, the Flintstones. To put it in perspective... <laughs> the, the, <laughs> it's kind of, that's a bit closer description of... Uh, Mark's house? Yeah. The Flintstones house. Now, the room, look. There's lots of wildlife. <laughs> For those wondering, Edge HQ is technically, it's valued a lot of money, but if Dogs you want. Dogs in space. 
$300,000 to turn it into a very nice house. That's what you yeah. need. But the room we podcast in, like the podcast was sort of inspiration for me to stop being a hoarder because this room used to be filled with um, newspapers, magazines, mm. lots of lots of stuff, like lots of stuff. So, mm. And I think it's pretty bare essentials now. Like there's not much. It's pretty, yeah. It's like there's a state-of-the-art recording studio. It is, That's yeah. for sure. Like I mean, check see if it's working still. You know, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's I like mean, you'd see Sting making an album in. Oh, I think, yeah. yeah. Only if we really, yeah. really hated our listeners. I yeah. mean, I'm sure, actually, well, funnily you say yeah. that, you two have... I'm sure Sting has two-week-old chips on the floor of his uh, recording studio. <laughs> oh, there was one chip. There was one chip. It wasn't two weeks. It was a month old. That, that, chip, that chip's that chip's here. It was a bit furry. But did you, like, the whole thing, like, do you remember, like... So, Doctor, in your shed at your mum's house, mm. are there any childhood toys or... Oh, yeah. They're, look, they're, there's my games. My, my On the Buses game, I think, is in there. On the Buses game? <laughs> on the Buses, the game. I had to choose be, yeah. I had to choose some games to bring up yeah. and whatnot. I bought Scattergrees. Scattergrees, good, yeah. And a 1985 version mm. of Trivial Pursuit. So, you can play those as an they're, they're, adult. Yeah. So, you, you hang on to your childhood games thinking that your kids will like to play with them one day. Now, there's two two things wrong with that kind of logic. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not breeding. And two, you, that you kid, know kid of. of today doesn't want to play on the buses the game. They want to play you know, Grand Theft Auto. They, you know, Is that similar? Because I've never yeah. played on the buses. It's pretty much the same, yeah. It's pretty much... If you, actually, I know, it's like... Similar. We should actually... Just <laughs> you do get point. into a vehicle, you travel around. This there's, is there's, there's people on, on the quests. sidewalk who, Put it in perspective. who you I, try and pick is... up. And Blakey is trying to get you. So it's pretty much Grand Theft Auto, but Before, in a kind of a, like a, a, a movable solid form. Um, yeah. what are, for those listeners who follow us, just, just to get a general... I, I'm always keen about the like the demographics of our listenership. So before I give the explanation, Sorry. if you have heard of On The Buses, <laughs> I have, tweet at Comedy On Edge. And if you haven't, what do you think it is? Um, for Justin and, and those Mark listeners... Mark would like you to make a recording of your best Blakey and just send it into him. On the buses, yeah, was, was it a bu- 70s? Yeah, it was like a very early sitcom. 70s full of... Uh, it's that? still on TV today. Like You can see it occasionally on like some of the digital channels. It was a show yeah. where it was literally they worked at a bus they company. Were two, yeah, it was a bus driver and his conductor. So, oh, that dates it now straight away. But they, they, they were the two ugliest men in Britain. But they used to get the most that's gorgeous saying, that's birds. <laughs> Every week, who were just lusting after them, the clippies are the guy. And they were well, it's uh, like, it's to like, have your own show. Yeah. It's like that whole. Was, no, it's yeah. like that whole seventies <laughs> style. Hope for, hope for all men who have massive gaps between their teeth. Who was the guy? Sid James in Carry On. Yes. I mean, everywhere he's every Carry On, he's getting a new bit of sauce. Yeah, and it's, a bit, yeah, but it's like a he was crumpet. an ugly guy. He, what oh. was he in his fifties? He oh, wasn't. They, they trade on their personality, these men. But see, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what we need. Yeah. We need to go back to the seventies. You know, back when you know all you need yeah. was you know a ca- catchphrase, and you'd you'd pick up. Yeah, so I grew up with this as my guidance to how to be an adult. <laughs> I just assumed that adult men just always just go about pitching girls on the bum, and that's how you would get. Girls to like you. So, to imagine and, in the eighties, that would have been a yeah. lot of slaps. The nineties, a lot of lawsuits, wouldn't it? That's, 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 now, now you'd be now there'd be a Twitter campaign well, against yeah. you. Stop, <laughs> instead of stop greedy, stop coney, yeah, stop greeny. Please, greedy. Stop, stop the pitch. me as a bird and squeezing my breast. But, <laughs> I think we've just got a whole Q and A episode here. It's like, no, but I realised that that was wrong. But I didn't have any, I didn't wasn't there was not, nothing in in TV in the seventies which taught you how to really. Yeah, behave as as a normal functioning adult human being. I mean, look, I mean, look, look, I have those put up like on the buses, 
Are you being served? Yeah, are you being served? <laughs> My pussy you know, is dripping wet. Yeah, Kingswood Country. <laughs> My pussy oh, is God. <laughs> Kingswood Country is still <laughs> on TV. Get smart, but none of these things taught you how to be a functioning adult. I'm so, uh, but that, it's in, I mean, it that's, even that's happy days. Even watch a, a low, low. The Brady Bunch. Even rewatch Free Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That is a uh, bad show for how to deal with women. Columbo. He's a bigger sexist. <laughs> Yeah, but oh, it was yeah. it was the nineties. It was a fashion of the time. Did, Did you hear? Actually, yeah. I th- I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but there's a there was a, a Alfonso Ribeiro who played Carlton on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. He's on Twitter, and um, there's a theory going around. Do you remember the intro to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Yeah, it was pretty much for those who haven't go Google it. I'm not going to explain it, but well, I'm not, actually I will have to. Um, but the intro is Justin is rap, is singing the high. I should make him sing it. Basically, Will Smith has this thing where he gets into an altercation in Philadelphia, then gets a cab to LA and lives with his parents, his uncle in Bel Air. And the conspiracy theory was that the whole show, Will Smith's character died on the courts in Philadelphia, and Bel Air was heaven. And every time his parents appeared in the show. That was them visiting the grave. Oh, I now that these, is a I whole. I love these kind of yeah. theories of our shows. Someone they, put that to Alfonso yeah. Riviera on Twitter, and he, you know what his response was? That is like the that. stupidest idiot. thing I have ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> it was a TV show. You're thinking too much. Well, I like the theory that Longbottom is the real in, in um, the Harry Potter things is the real uh, spoiler alert wizard. No, yes. I, I haven't actually. <laughs> What's a Harry Potter? Yeah. Harry Potter. Uh, that's something that's you with your topical references. Yeah. <laughs> well, the one I've got, and I haven't seen it disproved, mm. but remember the Smurfs? Yep. Mm. An allegory for communism. Yes. Papa Smurf wore red. Yeah. The Smurfs yeah. all worked together. Everyone had their yeah. role and they succeeded. And it worked. The ones yeah. that didn't succeed, greedy Smurf, mm. you know, jokey yeah. Smurf. Yeah. Then you look at Gargamel, the capitalist. Yeah. Company director He wanted Smurf. them all. He worked on his own for the individual good and he always failed. Him and Azriel. Mining it's, tycoon Smurf. Yeah. It always came yeah, yeah. to Gina those, Reinhardt those Smurf. bad Smurfs. <laughs> but yeah, the whole, yeah. like the, I think the Smurf, Smurf for some reason. Smurfs mm. was pro- communist propaganda. And I've mm. yet to hear an argument that does not disprove it. No, it's, and the only thing of note to ever come out of Belgium. That's true. Is it what <laughs> yeah, was? Other, other than Hercule Poirot and... Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, and so no, no, nothing had come out of Belgium. Actually, it's non-fictional to ever come out of Belgium when you well, think about it. Belgium's in the paper yeah. today, funnily enough. They're <laughs> talking about making a pipeline into France for <laughs> Belgian beer. They're going to put Belgian beer, beer into a pipeline. A, you tell me now, Smurfs, Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> and a beer pipeline. And a beer pipeline. That's How fantastic. is Belgium not the greatest country in the world? How many people are going to be tapping into that? Yeah, I was going to say, that, that pipeline won't last very long, will it? I tell you. <laughs> It'll be a trickle by the time it gets Security. <laughs> if you're an asylum seeker, don't bother getting in a boat. Get to Belgium. <laughs> They've got everything. There. They'll probably take you too. So that's what we want. Jean-Claude Van Damme, everything else. Mm-hmm. The, the, the vodka pipeline going into Tajikistan. <laughs> be coming out of Russia. Ooh. No, Kyrgyzstan. If sorry. you could have Kyrgyzstan, like, like if you could have like a pipeline, like, you know, you've got your hot, your cold water tap and then you have that third tap, what would it be? Would it be beer? Would you have a beer pipeline? I suppose so. It would, it would be quite a handy. Well, I, I don't like beer. Money. You don't like beer? Be good. No. A money pipeline. A money yeah. pipeline. You just, uh, you just come, come on. in. Be real. Come on, be real. Be real. But like we we take water for having clean water on a pipe for granted. How much of a miracle is that compared that to is people? That's true. I mean, yeah, there are people. Years ago. Like I watched these poor no. people last night. It was horrific. Yeah. They had to yeah. 
They had to use flint to start a fire so they could boil their drinking water. I mean, oh, the way they treat those contestants on Survivor oh, is no. appalling. <laughs> Shocking. It's, I was watching <laughs> oh, that. And it's like, yeah, geez, the, I think people, we've talked about this before. People so should be in some kind of a, you know, a care. A home, but this this one they're just setting them loose in the woods. No, this one like this. I haven't watched Survivor in ages, and I was watching it last night. And they've got, I don't know, it's not a, it's it's husband and wife, but one of the guys there's a former major league baseball player. He's like this seven foot rock hard giant, and he's walking around. And one guy goes, "I know you." I no, you don't know. And like I'm thinking, really, wouldn't you're on Survivor? It's man. It's going nowhere it's with that little segue. <laughs> I think it's just like, I watched Survivor. Epi- like, There's not a lot of series now, It's like they? shooting fish in a barrel picking on reality shows. I think but I actually yeah. like... I like Survivor just for the... the um, well, Survivor... Tasks and things, and not the, the competition. based mm. on um, game theory, which I studied at university. Mm. I mean, for those mm. who don't know... Um, yeah, it's an interesting a thing beautiful to mind, sociologically, yeah, isn't it? A Beautiful Mind, yeah. which the movie with Russell Crowe is based on a guy called Kevin Nash, who developed mm. game theory... And the first series of Survivor, if if you ever go back, I don't know if it would be on YouTube or that, it's worth watching because like when they set this show up, it's like, we'll put these people into, and in theory, the strongest person will survive because yeah. there's a lot of physical challenges. Hmm. But what happened was they realized, a group of four realized, hang on, if we vote in block, we get to the final four and then we hmm. fight. And the winner of the first series of Survivor... Richard Hatch is the guy. He didn't. I don't think he won, but I think he came. He was. He was the most notable. Yeah, person. he came up with this whole theory yeah. and changed the game. So a game that yeah. went by surviving became mm. just the whole prisoner's dilemma game. And and yeah, you hate that. Now, as soon as they get there, they're like, "Quick, who can we click with? Quick, we've got to get to people together." And but it, it makes it's sense. The whole like, thing if now. you're on, if you're on that island, you're okay. Like, because they have immunity challenges where, like, you know, you got to race, swim, untangle a maze, and you get immunity. But if you're not the best athlete there you have to pair up with someone to take mm. out the best athlete. Because, yeah. I mean, you need some... As long as, like, for the whole month, you need someone... You need to be able to eat. So you need someone who's good at fishing. You need someone who can start a fire. I mean, there's stuff you can kind of pick up. Mm. But, yeah, you don't really need, you know, the former pro baseball player who's going to yeah. be competing with you for a million dollars. Yeah. Get rid of him. Yeah. yeah. It always annoys me when you see that there's that one guy who just knows what he's doing and he's like... Got it all under control, and everyone's just following him. And I was like, "Why don't you just get rid of that guy first, and then let the rest just go the way it does?" It just annoys me. Like that that really famous guy. Um, he's been on it twice now. Rupert. Oh, I can't remember. Is it the big guy with a beard? No. Uh, he's a short guy with a beard. Anyway, he's, he's infamous. He's like a he actually backstabs everyone and oh, lies yeah, yeah. to everyone. And, but they don't get rid of him. He's the main. Trouble on the whole thing because he's good at off. what he does. I know, but the, that's the thing. <laughs> so you like, see him on TV, and you're angry. You you're, put him. I'm sure if you were on the island, you'd be like, "That guy's great." I you're love assuming this guy. that that people uh, who, that they that the people in charge of who comes and goes are, are nice people, and they're not TV producers. You know that keeping the psychopathy in the show makes for very good TV. Yeah, I know that, but you know, it just annoys me. I hate TV now. You hate TV. <laughs> I hate, hate TV. You I just, love TV. People I, are stupid. I get to admit, I'm a fan. Like I'm looking forward to retirement when I don't have to do anything, and I can just if I want to sit down and watch 15 seasons of Survivor, I can do it. It's good. I'm looking Survivor, forward to it. Survivor. 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 <laughs> yeah, sit down with 15 other people. We could get to the end. <laughs> we got a series of Survivor. Hey guys, if we if if yeah. we go hard on the lemonade, hey, someone. There's a show. If There's take, a contest. We we we, we <laughs> team up and eat all the cheese. Those bobble. Because they had in um, America recently <laughs> to celebrate to celebrate. We keep flicking the channels <laughs> to celebrate the Simpsons. They had a Simpsons marathon where they show. I think they're up to what they have to four hundred or five hundred episodes. A lot. Now. Yeah. But they sort of they played it over you mean one good episodes weekend. Or? Yeah. 
Ah, uh, come on. I, I'm not. <laughs> I, that's what it, it shits me. It used to be, before The Simpsons, it used to be Metallica. Like, Metallica, everyone would be like, oh, Metallica's oh, last album shit. It's exactly. not as good as the 80s. They're like, the 80s were 20 years ago. They've grown. Lars is a millionaire now. He's not as angry as he was. Calm Fucking get down. The Simpsons. Mm. You criticize The I Simpsons. Know, I think Bart must be worth millions by now. <laughs> Homer, he's worth, you know, he's forgotten his roots. Yeah, he <laughs> I wonder if they would actually sit there, because there's a lot of episodes where they get money, but they lose it. I wonder if they actually sit there and cal- calculate how much money they would actually have. They'd have if to they be they a didn't. website there. They'd have to. Someone be. else do that someone for me, so I can just go and yeah, see. Yeah. Yeah. It's a benefit of Google. You. There's, yeah. there's, <laughs> there's the nothing thing there called the internet, my yeah. friend. There's yeah. probably it's no <laughs> obscure Simpsons <laughs> reference or quote that is not on the internet. Um, yeah, it's because that's funny though. You mentioned that there's a book called Google Whack by great comedian Dave Gorman from the UK, oh, yes. and he did. It's based on a show he did. What a Google Whack is is you type two words into Google, and if you come up, it has to come up with just one website. So what you come up with two combinations, and yeah, get one, and that's called a Google Whack. And what Dave Gorman did was. He'd start, he'd start, he'd find the website, contact the person, say, hey guys, I've just done a Google whack. Why don't you try and find a Google whack? And then he'd go and visit everyone and start a chain. But I think, I think we might have a challenge here. And I know Ryan Crawford will be listening to this. He's our resident Simpsons expert. See if we can. Oh, oh, you, you, oh, just, no, just no. got cocky oh. there. Okay. <laughs> I think we're going to have that's to, a, Ryan, that's I, a I big stopped at season 12. That's because yeah. Ryan, like, Ryan normally can quote all this obscure stuff. But I think, listeners, if you can, let's see if we can come up with something obscure about The Simpsons that's not on the internet. And then I will challenge Justin and Ryan to find out the solution. So you... Or watch all 500 episodes with a notebook mm. to, to fill so this hole. Like, you think they're the one that... How much Simpsons? How much money has The Simpsons family yeah. pissed away yeah. over the years? Uh, not really pissed away, but... Or could have had, but didn't get. Like the episode where Lisa works for Mr. Burns and she gets 10% of all his profit. Oh, yeah, for little and then, Lisa's slurry. And she gets 10, and then it's like, I can't remember, like $100,000 or something. And she rips up the check. And then Homer has another heart attack. This is like, they could have had 100 grand. When Homer designs there's a lot the of, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's a loss of profit right there. Yeah, there was money there. Yeah. No, that was a loss. It was a loss. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah but he, just, cause he designed loss. a stupid car. Was, yeah, but it was made... It costs $100,000 to make. It has a rack and peanut someone has made steering, that car, you know that, don't you? What's that? Someone has actually made that car. Of course. Yeah, I'd be amazed me. if we lived... Someone has, I'd be disappointed that, if we lived... physically in. made Homer's car. I mean, yeah. But have you seen yeah. this way? Like, this way it's come out, they've done the fam- Simpsons Family yeah. Guy crossover. Yeah. yeah. Have you... Like, if you could take two shows... See, someone has physically made the Family Guy guy. Mark's mum and dad. Oh. That hurt. <laughs> We're gonna, oh. that, that made that's Peter gonna be Griffin for us. That's gonna be edited out there. I don't know why people can call me Marsh. Lois. This greeny bastard just call me Peter Griffin. <laughs> Can't. Oh, did I just break out no C word on the policy? I went to the gym today. I'm I'm down I'm to my lowest weight I've been I'm in. So going I, hey, to put that on Twitter anyway. So. And Peter Griffin's <laughs> yeah. Peter Griffin's got hair. I haven't got hair, you Testicles for chin. So. No, hot wife as well. Yeah. What's that? He also has a hot wife. Well, yeah. I'm not married, but I got yeah. a hot girlfriend, yeah. so I'm pretty happy. How's, I'm how's, glad you made that connection, and yeah. not me. How's Tinder treating you, buddy? <laughs> well, uh, you are you are on the Tinder. I saw you. Did you see we, that post I We're going to get tweeted, Justin yes. a girlfriend. All right, let's 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 let's, let's, let's advertise him. Yeah, well, yeah, let's do yeah, it. Like, what, 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 what are you going to oh, get? God. Well, actually, yeah. before we, we reference, the table there, Justin put there. up on <laughs> Tinder that the most common thing you have in common with most of the women is an interest in monkey magic. 
Yeah. Not some voodoo style, <laughs> the actual TV show, Monkey yeah. Magic. It just always comes up. Really? There'll be like uh, TED Talks, uh, Soda Factory in Surrey Hills, Comedy Store, this. Monkey Magic, always there. I haven't been to the Soda Factory, is it? I haven't been there either. I've just... You just put it as an interest. I, uh, it's always one of my dreams to so go there. So let let's talk through for those <laughs> listeners. Yeah, it's a good thing to put out there. So with the Tinder, day. when you set up your Tinder profile, yeah. you put up your photo and what they go through your interests. So uh, like, what, what do you got to put in? Like, give me some... It, it, it just hooks up to your Facebook and takes oh, away okay. from there. Yeah. So, so they oh, just okay. see what you've got on Facebook. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, because the last time I was on the dating scene, there wasn't. It was, like, it was like the Flintstones. It was... Yeah, like I got to be like I second Flintstone review by running your feet along the ground. Before it was, it was before I have my my girlfriend, I, internet dating was at the very and mm. very mm. very very early stages. And I remember I set up a Facebook. I can't even remember what the site was. It might have been RSVP or something. I set up a face like a fake profile because I thought, oh, this would be good oh. for comedy. I can see if I got and. I got a few few inch, and then it was just like, no, nah, this is me. And I sort of backed out, and then I found it, and I forgot about it. But the whole Tinder thing, like linking up to your face, does it advertise that you're on Tinder on your Facebook, or is it sort of a little bit discreet? I don't think it does, no. It just uses that at your account. Have you been just... matched up with anyone you know? Yes. Uh, oh, not matched, because you both need to swipe. Yeah, you're oh, no, no, no. Yeah. It's, like, it's like, hey, you might like... But I've seen yeah. people I know. And um, you sort of, ah. Oh. I saw Jasmine. Oh, Jasmine, the intern. Well, we've yep. talked, yeah, she's on. Let me tell you the, the story about her first Tinder experience after this. Uh, it was very good. Oh, I, I uh, hang on. Uh, no, do you want to do it now? I think uh, we've well, alluded to it there. Tell this story. Well, yeah. basically, it was we were at uh, Mike and Hand, and she was like, what's this Tinder thing? Should I do it? And I said, yeah, all right. She set it up on her phone, and I warned her, you know, guys can be a bit rude on there, so just be prepared for it. Like, She's looking at it first one, like, yes, no, blah, blah. After about the fourth or fifth one, I started laughing. She said, what are you laughing at? I said, the picture. And it's just a picture of a guy. And she says, what's wrong with that? And I go, in the corner. And there's like a little square bit in the corner. His penis. His cock. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a picture of him. And then he's photoshopped the penis in the corner. And I thought, swipe right? <laughs> swipe right means I think yeah. she gave, yeah, except, I think she gave so I'm, ama- I'm amazed that it wasn't, see, that guy must be a bit classy. Because I could imagine just a giant picture of a cock. And then just his little headshot in the corner. <laughs> it's, so this guy's he's, he's modest. He's okay. Yeah, I'd imagine there'd be a lot of cock shots. Um, from your point, like, yeah. is, is there much nudity from the female side? To get side? the picture well, on Tinder, you have to put it on Facebook first. So obviously he's got a Facebook profile oh, with his pictures on it. But the then do you think it. maybe it's his mate? Maybe, like, someone, maybe his mates have done that for him. Who but knows? Then I suppose, look, look, if he's a guy, he obviously knows what he wants in a girl. Oh, he does, it, it, yeah, well, yeah. obviously he knows he what he wants in there. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's so putting it out there. It's like, hey, ladies. I'm not going to lie to you, he, but I've got a penis. Out, he is completely cutting out all the girls who are going to be interested in him because of conversation, personality, anything else. So basically, if any girl does go beyond that first point, he knows he's onto, onto a sure thing. Yeah, it's oh, a, fair it's a point. Strategy. You, you, you apply so, your John well, Nash style game. I'd imagine it's sort of like it's like, he's, well, he's, I'm yeah. He's he, maximising he his chances of winning waster. the game. I think that yeah. the media blew it out of proportion because I don't find it as a hookup site. Maybe because I'm just looking for over thirties or whatever. But every girl there is always like, oh, not looking for hookups. Blah, blah, blah. Like they're all for relationships. Some, have you had some good dates or? Uh, I've met some girls. Have but you I met haven't some nice people? Like when yeah, you they're meet, all they're all pretty nice. But when you meet yeah. people, like, do you sit down and like, is there a comment? Like, obviously, you can't. Or actually, no, you can. You can probably talk about monkey magic for a couple of dates. 
But, you know... I haven't done that yet, no. You haven't? But well, I should try, maybe. I actually... So, um, what's the, what, 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 let's take a suicide typical Tinder thing. So, you said yes to them, and yeah. then there's something which says, yeah, she said yes to you. Do yeah. you then have to... You message her or something? Yeah, so yeah. Hey, you just start chatting. Our, our I, Tinder things work really well. How you go? My name's Justin. I actually... I know whatever. this because... And magic. I think I've told it on the podcast yeah. before... I was at a social function with Jasmine once and I had her phone and I started talking to one of her Tinder matches. So I, I've actually, yeah. I, I've flirted with a guy from Marrickville through Tinder. So yeah, it's like yeah. a little bit of a chat. And yeah. Jasmine yeah. though, I said, oh look, I've arranged this date. Do you want to meet up with it? And then she took her phone and yeah, put a lock on it. So I couldn't get near <laughs> again. But, <laughs> but he was but, a but, nice guy. He was yeah. a muso. But once yeah. you're talking, that's, I mean, that's, yeah. back in the 80s, was, we had Tinder, but it was called just drinking. Yeah, yeah. And you you would, I would just go out for the night and start drinking a lot of alcohol, and well, that was it. that was the strategy. Less, I didn't. Think so what you're saying that. is that Justin's uh, generation, who are now yeah. Tinder, they're going to have better kidneys than exactly. Your generation. Yeah, they're probably going to have better looking children. Yeah, because there's less, no probably less alcohol involved in the whole meeting up process. Was, yeah. I'm probably slapped yeah. in the face a bit less. But do you have well. some? Yeah. Do you have like oh. some? Like when you get like say you you know, you match up with someone, mm. you got your go to questions like, or is it okay? Do you just go? Is it like how you going? Or I've, some, I've just found this, that some girls want more than just a, hi, how are you? But I think they're expecting a bit too much from when you absolutely know nothing about them except they're like monkey magic. But that's just... No, no, you say that. Now, when I, my first job, I worked in a call center. And for the first six months, they train you slowly. And we only, like, we were only getting five calls a day, like literally. So me and my mate, who we were sitting there, like, we were bored. And we had a two-day conversation over whether um, Trippy Taka from Monkey Magic was male or female. And I just remember we talked about it for two days and then the second day, this the analyst of the call center, he was a fiery little prick. He just came storming in and he goes, Enough! Trippy Tucker was a male priest played by a female actor. Here is the Google search. I found it. Will you two shut up about monkey magic? Like he made a whole <laughs> scene and then he just So they made, are monitoring those calls. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was and then he stormed back and then after five minutes we're stunned. And I just go, you know, Will, there's a lot of fake information on the internet. And I just heard this scream like, ah, they're at it again. And yeah, we didn't see much after that. But yeah, two days we just, because it, like, it is a discussion. No, it's a female actor playing a male character. But it was the boy in priest. The yeah. In the she's actually, she, part, so she, she died like very in, young, actually. Like in Shakespeare, when like all the male, the female parts were played by males and I think it was because there was a different reason. There was some storylines in Monkey where Monkey was so unusually attracted to Trippy Tarka. Actually, do you know? I think there is a backstory to it, but I don't know what it is. I'm sure there is. A bit like Bob in Black Adder. What we need to do, we need to get a Kickstarter to give us money so that we can spend a week. We can sit there and watch. We've got to watch the whole series and then talk about it. Have you seen the original Chinese version? No. It's weird. I reckon. Oh, she... uh, yes, and the Japanese <laughs> version was so it's weird so mainstream. That one. Actually, well, that's not a bad idea. Kickstarters, where we're just paid, people will pay us to get to the get to the, the meat of these impertinent popular culture questions. Because I'm sure if we we could spend two hours, we will finally get to the truth of monkey. I'd need a week. I'd need a week. Sold that. Problem. I'd need a week. Yeah. Then on to the next one. I'd need, yeah. So then yeah. what? So and what, what Barney we could do? Did for no. And then we could yeah. do like what was the appeal of on the buses? So exactly. we could do yeah. that. 
Yeah. What did Bunny Rubble no. study of games? Bunny Rubble worked, Bunny yeah. Rubble worked at the pit with um Fred. With Fred. Yeah, they I thought so same... too. Yeah. I, know, yeah. I had this discussion though for a couple of hours or summer once. So yeah. it was, okay. Well, Bunny yeah. Rubble. And well, what did Arthur see in Olive? That may be the next thing on the bus. See, this is actually what well, this yeah. is one I'd like to get to, and yeah. I've asked my grandfather. He's oh, his name's Alfred James Williamson, mm. but his nickname is Barney. Oh. And I, I just assume because my grandfather's a short man. Yeah, he's short man. Did he's he a chip. He's a he's a chip. He, he's a he can annoy yeah. people. Did I just wear assume, an animal skin. Yeah, I thought he was named after Barney. Is he his record player at Pelican? Well, yes, but then it's yeah, like I wife. thought he was yeah. nicknamed. But then I learnt that Bar- like the, he's been called Barney before the Flintstones, mm. and so I'm like, is Barney Rubble based on my granddad? That's because <laughs> there's similarities. <laughs> Like and I can't think of why you would get the nickname Barney otherwise unless it was Barney Rubble. Like the other, I've heard the version the word Barney well, get into Barney. In a fight, He's yeah. not a fighter. Natalie it, Barney, the famous lesbian of the from the Paris or from the turn of the last century. Jeez. Matthew Barney, the artist. Maybe he maybe does he does he do like installations with uh, bodily fluids coming out of them a lot. There's a, well, he's old, yeah, so he's there old. is a bed yeah, man okay. at the nursing yeah, home, possibly. But yeah. but, no, but, with, but this is he's had <laughs> the nickname. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's, had, <laughs> he's had the nickname so, since school. Look up the Cremaster <laughs> series. See, this is what like this is what I think we need to. I think. And forget that I recommended it to you, though. I think the government <laughs> needs to make the doll $80,000 a year. Yes. And, or, but we have or, to give, talk or bring about back art grant. Like, I'm willing yeah. to bet you give me and Greeny 80 grand for a year. Yeah, and each, each month, once yeah. a month, we've got to give a talk on a topic. Yeah. So month one will yeah. be Monkey, monkey Magic. Monkey, yeah. Then month was two that can be the Flintstones boy. and why my And is the Flintstones yeah. Barney Rubble based on my granddad? Yep. Um, we, month three could be the... Um, what what, what, did, the the girls, buses, what, what the, did the girls see in Stan and Jack? Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. maybe maybe because... Um, the Carry On series too. Oh, that carry could be another on. The whole Carry On. No, and then, then we could, then we could maybe week five we can get, you know, yeah. how Justin goes on Tinder. Kenneth how to help Williams, Justin get straight. onto Tinder. Um, yeah, we can help well, him out with that. I don't need we'll, any help. You don't need help? I'm no. fine. I'm going fine. Are oh, you right. sure? Give me, give me your phone, buddy. We can... He's hanging out with us on a fight out. I know. Yeah. Here he is. It's Life Friday afternoon. better. I know. He's like, I'm like, you got anything to do? No. What's your process? Are you... Do you sort of look through? Do you swipe quickly, or do you swipe? Is it? Do you go for quality or quantity? And I mean quality yeah. by yeah. the quality of the matches. Or oh, look at this! Oh, he's oh, wow. just doing it right now. Any, any likes in the neighbourhood? Oh. New girl from last night, Jennifer. There we go. Oh, <laughs> when you say right. well, oh, okay. So here, see, now I've got it. I won't Mom? name names. My data's turned off. He can't message anyone. Ah, oh, his data's turned. <laughs> off. He, he's, uh, he's a step ahead. Oh, now, have a lot... you manipulated your Facebook profile so that you look better on Tinder? I don't have to. Because I used to do that. The eighties version of that was what cassettes you put in your car. Because you had, like, had, had, had yeah, a cassette yeah. case carried at thirty cassettes, and I made sure that the one in my car C- was the one cassettes. Um, Ca- what's cassettes? Oh, it's all right. I've seen Guardians you of the st- Galaxy. You just stick a pencil in them to rewind it. I am pretty old. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so <laughs> you would, you would, I would choose like the thirty that went in my car were the most ones which made me look most attractive as a as, as a partner. In which in the eighties, me a bit of Depeche Mode. Uh, <laughs> um, you know the cool, you know the REM. Yeah, let's try, and you know, how did that cool, work for you? Not very. No, it didn't work. Cause it, you had to get a girl into the car in the first place. Oh, your data's turned off. Uh, I'm trying to find the you know, about. No, I want to. I want to read some of this. Um, well, I was just going around squeezing girls on the bum, so I never. It, it didn't get much further than that. This you, is this and, is this you know, is trying to become a bus driver. Can I have my phone back now? Oh, yeah. I'm just. I'm, I'm having a really good chat with oh, Sonia. Hey, let's talk. Just talk to me and we like Sonia. It. See what happens. 
let's just pick a couple of randoms into his like column. I, think I don't know. It's how like on your on your Tinder, there's some, there's some yeah. nice people there. Yeah. You've got some. We should take yeah, charge right. of his Tinder for for a day. We should. We should. We should. That's, there's a TV show. <laughs> we could probably if we. There used to be a show. Take charge of someone else. Take charge of Tinder. Now, there, there used to be a, of Tinder. There used Justin. to be a show on yeah. daytime TV. It was like set the at, Tinder box. It was set at Chad, um, Chadston Shopping Centre where yeah. you were matched up with a girl. It was either a girl or a guy, and you were matched up with three, three, three people. They had to go shopping. Shop. They had to buy three items oh, for them. Oh yeah, I remember that. And then the winning one went to go out on a date. So it was just a great advertorial for Chadston. Maybe yeah. we get this with Tinder where like, you know. Down to the VGX shop. No, no. Well, it's online. You know, you've got, got a, you've got a bid for three items yeah. on eBay for the person and the most yeah. interesting one gets gets to, gets to meet in real life. Or, I think Tinder itself is a game show as yeah. is. Life is it's a game just like, show. Dating's a game show. It is. It is. It's called, it's <laughs> What's your favourite dating website? <laughs> Well, you I both have girlfriends, don't you? I'm, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. more we, single we people on this podcast. Mine would be, um, if, if I was to go on it, it would probably be Ashley Madison. But <laughs> Have you seen the ads for that? Yeah, I, every time I go What's to like, Ashley Madison. Oh, you don't know. Ashley Tell Madison. Ashley Madison. Ashley Madison is, uh, it's Mark. a website that encourages you to cheat. It's for cup, It's mm. for married yeah. people. Okay. It's, and it's yeah. open about it. It's like, want to cheat on your spouse? Mm. Ashley Madison can help you. And it's got yeah. like some catchy single and yeah. I okay. see. I, I there's no way if I want and I never want if I want to cheat on my girlfriend. When you go in, and when you go on there, what happens? Well, I haven't been yet. Oh. But it's just like a normal dating Almost site, but for cheating, yeah. dating, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. for gating. Just, yeah. But the whole thing is like, I would think if I wanted to cheat on my With girlfriend, days over the wedding, I wouldn't go to a website that advertises it because surely. Ashley Madison must be just gathering all this info to blackmail. You ready for blackmail? Yes. Like imagine that. It's like, oh, hey, Justin, you're married. Party. You've been on five dates this month. Um, how about a hundred grand and we delete your metadata? But I don't want to go to war with ISIS. Look, we have we have your profile here. It's <laughs> a bit extreme. Oh, okay. So Off what you're go. saying is Ashley Madison is how the Australian Defence Force recruits that's you. That's how it explains the whole Liberal Party, I think. you got to understand. Yeah. Like, you wonder, yeah. though. Like, it explains politics for the last 10 years. War, like... It's people joining the defence force at the moment, like we're at wars with everyone, and it's just going to get yeah. worse. If you're a young kid now, there's no way you'd want to join the. Of course defense. you would. You no, get, you get paid heaps to be at a war zone. You're yeah, not but you get die. Oh, these these blokes, they're, they're chucking rocks. We got we we have like drones. Uh, I don't think they're just chucking rocks. And, you know they have bows and arrows. They're, <laughs> what? What news feeds have you been watching? You, are you watching Bonanza again? <laughs> you're getting you know, confused. The families. Well, it's the equivalent. I mean, I'm talking a bit metaphorically here, but you know, it'd be, it'd have to be a lucky shot. Some, someone someone called guys. me an idiot because I didn't know who ISIS was about a month ago. Yeah. In your defence, they cha- yeah. I think they're IS now. Um, yeah, I, d- yeah. I don't watch much news yeah. and I ignore most of that stuff because. Well, it's, it's to be honest, see, it's. I thought I, it was IS House. <laughs> How confused was I? I thought that I thought it was just eighty synth pop taken over <laughs> Syria. <laughs> Electric blue. You know. <laughs> Great song. Like, Man uh-huh. of Colors was the first album I bought. Mm. Mine was uh, Menace to Society soundtrack. Mine was, I'm gangster. Uh, well, mine was Betty Hill words and music. I think stay out of this conversation. <laughs> Betty Hill? Betty Hill. Well, surely what was the 60 minutes of... Did you know this true, true Betty Hill story? What's Every it? year, he would get a new recording of that song, Yakety Sax, done just so the orchestra would get paid. That's How nice, nice a guy is that? Oh. He could easily have just his last year's Yakety Sax. He no. died with millions in his account, yeah. but he only lived in like some basic apartment. Yeah, he, yeah. Very... he didn't want any more. Yeah, he was, just, he was he a single just, man. He's happy to walk around with his pants yeah. down. I'm happy he to just chase tail. He walk around <laughs> doing... 
<laughs> walking around a, 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 twice the speed of every other human around the park being chased by girls in bikinis who his, his breast is inadvertently squeezed because they were working as journalists and had to say the word press written on a badge above their breasts. <laughs> and this, Benny Hill is also how I learned about how to be an adult, which understands well, uh, why... How are you really not in jail? Girlfriend. I know, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> well, I didn't get really get a proper girlfriend until I was about 40. Oh. Yeah, was so, like, listen, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, I guess what, what we're going to take out of this situation is if uh, ever... Don't, don't, don't grow up in the 70s, basically. If that's ever you're like, inadvertently groped or pressed <laughs> by a man in their 50s... Yeah, he then runs away at twice the speed. Don't press charges. Just go, That would be me. That would be Peter Green. So just, yeah, just be careful. Right away across the park at an odd shuffle. Well, gentlemen, thank you guys for podcasting with us. Green, oh, it's always a pleasure. Yeah, People can it. contact you. You're on Twitter at... I'm on, I'm, I'm on Tinder. Uh, Tinder, Grindr. <laughs> Swipe right on Tinder. Um, you go, go, go on to the, uh, the, 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 the Un-Australian. You'll see some of the my Australian writing. Check out the some of my best satirical newspaper stories. Yes. Check him out. And Justin, um, you're on... Obviously, well, you're on Tinder. Yeah. Is it swipe left or right? To uh, right. So swipe right, yeah. if ladies. Yeah. He's he's a lovely guy. Unless you're one of those uh, people trying to Chip sell their Dale, websites to me. Get on Tinder right now and just start searching. You'll find him. You find him. There yeah, you go. He'll be there. Best looking guy you'll find. Best looking there you guy. Go. And he's yeah. a good. Co- if you he's want nice a conversation about monkey magic, he will give you oh, hours smart of guys, it. Real and if he won't, I'll come along on the date and talk monkey, and yeah. then I'll get you guys going. And how can they contact you on Twitter if they want to meet? Um, I have a Twitter, but I don't use it. Uh, no, no, no. What's your username? Uh, it's A C Y S S F X, and there is a story behind that. But that's my basic, basically, username. ladies. And so check him out on Tinder is what he's trying to say. Yeah. Um, to get in contact with me, you can contact me on Twitter at m w double underscore o h. Comedy on Edge is on Twitter at Comedy on Edge. Or for more information, check out comedyonedge.com. Thank you guys for listening. Um, or seriously, thanks guys for sticking around. The podcast will be coming back regularly. Lester and Ryan will be back in the next couple of weeks. And we've got some we've got some awesome guests like these guys. I was trying to be delicate. <laughs> we've got some we've got some pretty good. We've got some returning you. guests and yeah. we've got some overseas yeah. guests lined up. So mm. make sure you check out comedyonedge.com. If you're on iTunes, rate, review us, or just Tell us your Tinder stories. That's enough for me. I've been Mark Williamson. Hit the music. 